Hello and welcome to the Revital Health Podcast for the very first time. Jody, it's your podcast, it's your first ever podcast. You're at, we're in your, I was going to say your studio, but I guess we'd call it your office. your office yeah. here in yeah. Sterling Health Professionals and, uh, and you're going to obviously, you're an expert in your field, full disclosure, I'm one of your lucky patients as well, which has uh, set me on the right track as well and here you are, podcast number one. Yeah, thanks Paul. So tell us about yourself first, like why you got into it, why natural medicine and as opposed to becoming a regular GP or anything like that what what's your passion for for natural medicine and, and why did you go that way well it all started when I was a kid myself and I had some uh, health issues and I was um, highly asthmatic and my mum took me to a naturopath oh, then that was my first taster yeah um, and this lovely lady who um, is still practicing today I was very scared of her because she would tell me <laughs> <laughs> what to do very harshly and I yeah. I did it but um, what I found was is that my asthma and all my symptoms went away so I was a almost clean bill of health and so I was sold from that day what you tell you what you tell you to do um, I pretty much came off dairy which is all yep. the mucus forming foods yep. um, and I took some magic potion and some magic pills they know not about that, that they're magic yeah, yeah. Um, they look magic though they do look magic and they smell magic not so so much <laughs> uh, so from that yeah and it was a lot of hard work diet as well you know a lot of things that changed uh, particularly gluten so it was a lot of healing in my gut as well yeah and so from that point, um, we lived on a farm as well. It was more of a mollycoddle farm. So it was a farm that uh, had animals that we were saving all the time. So my dad took them on board. Yeah. Mm. And so we treated those a lot with uh, homeopathy, with nutrition, with herbs. We had a bull who had broken his leg and we wrapped his uh, leg in comfrey. And it was healed within a few weeks. We didn't have to put him down. So, again, there sold. You go. It couldn't be further opposite from mine because my family's farm had an abattoir attached to it. So, <laughs> my childhood was all about um, you know, providing meat. Yeah. You so, were not. So, we're not. <laughs> for like a seven-year-old to sort of see you know, and do what we had to do in the, on the farm life, it's kind of uh, oh slightly gosh. frightening. But, um, yeah. Anyway. We were saving some of those animals from, from yeah. you. We definitely weren't. <laughs> but, you know, it was... Um, feeding someone but anyway we'll get into food shortly yes because what we wanted to talk about today was around you've obviously got two kiddos who are good friends with my two kiddos as well and lots of mums in the world and dads in the world that kind of you know we all think the kids are all our kids are the apple of our eye and sort of there's so much and i guess this is the problem now with podcasts social media everything like there are 10 million things um based on what what's good for your kid what's not good for your kid how do you like you do you as you said before like do you avoid dairy because are they badly asthmatic and it's kind of hard because you could probably read five articles and you get five different opinions of five different things so it's sort of it's probably never been more difficult actually to siphon through all the information and kind of figure out what's right and of course i guess like every kid's going to be different because their immune system is slightly different as well i would take it absolutely absolutely yeah you're you're right there well we're going to give everyone because we are Jodie is based up here in, on Karen Up Road in, in Perth. And I think if you grew up in Perth, you'd, you'd definitely remember this. So we're going to kind of play this ad, um, which used to be on Channel 9, and then sort of have a recap of kind of um, 
maybe the 2019 version of, of, of this, but if you grew up here, you'd remember this. Well, the stomach gives us the message because the body needs more energy to run, woo, to grow, mm, to be healthy, just like putting petrol in a car. But it's not that simple, because our body's like a machine. And whatever food we eat is quickly turned into flesh and blood, which does three main things. I'll tell you what they are. Well, first, it provides energy for running and playing. Secondly, it makes us grow. And third, it keeps our body machine healthy by regulating the heart. Now there are six main nutrients. Carbohydrates come in sugar, bread, and potatoes too. Uh, there's fats from butter, margarine, protein from meat, eggs, fish, So carbohydrates, fat and protein provide the energy for that. Now the trick is to eat all these in a balanced way. You know, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Woo! And then you're feeling like you're jumping out of your skin. You're feeling great. You can do all the things you want to do. So who knows how to balance that and eat the proper things? Mom knows. Who knows? Mom knows. She knows. How do you think she got this far? Mom knows. Yes, Mom knows. Um, so that one was certainly I remember um, back in the eighties, and and we're just saying, well, that was playing. They, they don't really have like the good part about that. There is no information about that anymore on sort of mass mass media on on the TVs and whatnot. But um, kind of, I guess, from 2000 or well, 1984 to now 2019, I'd suggest that the advice is slightly different now. Like maybe, you know, not necessarily. I know I always see on your Instagram, which you can follow at Revital Health, um, water from the tap may not be the best thing. No. So mainly we're talking macronutrients here and we can get into a bit of micros later. Um, but the the macros, so tap water, yes, not ideal. The water corp's probably not going to be my best best friend after this. <laughs> yeah, we're not <laughs> sponsored guys. by the water corp, so <laughs> I think it's that sponsorship. Um, yeah, look, there's there's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of research, and I think a lot of research has been done since 1984 as well. Um, in particular, on the macros, um, the quality of water in Perth, particularly, is is definitely not great. Yeah. Uh, and uh, a lot of people vouch for that. And so just getting your water tested is, is quite important just to actually see what's in your water. Um, we have a very low-lying water table here. So the stuff that's in the water is um, the heavy metals, for example, yep. not great for the kids. Yeah, it can build up in their bodies. Uh, fluoride actually yep. linked to a lot of thyroid issues, particularly in children. So that's also not that great. Um, And, yeah, they're saying it's good for your teeth, though. So, hey, hey, we'll talk more about that later in maybe a podcast on water. Who cares for health as long as you've got good teeth? Yeah, exactly. Um, And, yeah, so that you've got some pharmaceutical runoff, pesticides, uh, herbicides runoff in water as well. So also not so great for the kids or us, you know. So really getting a filter is making sure that you're not the filter. Uh, and so your body is functioning better, and the kids particularly is uh, really, really important. Yeah. So what, like, I mean, and I guess the good part about this podcast, I actually know very little about health, so I can't kind of get to learn on the fly as well. Um, so what, like, if what would be the signs, I mean, apart from the fact that you're giving them tap water, which is the obvious sign of it, but what would be, like, kind of some of the problems you could 
like you said before, thyroid is some form of issue. Mm-hmm. So, what, like, what would be the like? What would you notice? The sluggish, bad mood. What what sort of would you kind of notice that maybe your thyroid's going in the wrong direction as a kid? Yeah, um, yeah, sluggish. So if you, you've got either a hyper, which is high, <coughs> or a low thyroid. So um, a hyper, hyperactive, that sort of thing. Um, highly, or they eat a lot, which most kids do anyway, yep. so it's hard to determine <laughs> that. Um, mainly the low thyroid are the symptoms you're looking out for. So hair loss, um, really low energy, um, yeah, poor mood, um, unable to um, temperature regulate, so they're really cold or really hot. Um, cold more so with thyroid. So that's just some of the things. It's a, it's not a really common um, thing you'll see in children unless there's a huge toxicity yep. issue. It's more so you'll see other issues that are related to heavy metals um, and any gut bacteria issues as well. So even the chloride will destroy a lot of the bacteria, um, good bacteria in our body. And so... Um, that's huge. It's huge in research at the moment in, in natural medicine and medicine in general. Um, and bacteria in, in kids and the immune system is huge. It's something we really need to um, put importance on. Yeah. So water, tick is the number one. Water, water. yeah. Purity, purity of water. Purity yeah. of water. They said salt in this as well. Now, I know you've told me to eat Himalayan pink salt, which is yeah, got all something your, I'm on. But uh, minerals. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, swap out your, your other salt. So what's the difference? Like the sea salt, Himalayan pink salt. And Celtic guess, salt. Saxa salt, which is no good. But, yeah, but yeah. so what, like what, what benefits do you have of different salts? Like why is Himalayan pink salt good for you? And why should you use that as opposed to yeah. whatever? Well, um, <clears throat> when you've got plain salt, table salt, it's just sodium. So when you're doing the Celtic sea salt or the Himalayan salt, the pink salt, then you've got a broader range of the minerals. So you're getting a vast variety of them. So salt, if you have it only on your own, can create some imbalances in the body. Although most people are these days I see in clinic are salt deficient right. because they're avoiding salt because that was one of Salt's the... Salt's the devil. That, <laughs> that's right. They were uh, avoiding that from health recommendations from years ago. Yeah. So you need salt. So we got. You so, do need salt. So we're kind of like I guess now the best thing to do is if we can build like a, a staples shopping list for mum or dad or grandma or granddad or whoever it may well be who's doing the shopping for the kiddos. So yep. we've got the water filter sorted. Yep. Pink salt or Celtic salt. Yep. Why is it no good Australian salt? Is there just nothing? Nothing <laughs> down here. <laughs> yeah, we not garbage. only have bad water, we yeah, also bad have had very bad soil. All right. Yeah. Good. So <laughs> going well. So I mean. Let's talk. Let's say veggies and meats and fish and whatnot. Yep. Like veggies, like yep. what? Like if you can only get three. Let's say you can only get three veggies. Like what? Are, okay. What? <laughs> what are the best? We're on a strict budget here. What are the? What are the best? Yeah. Say three or four veggies that are going to okay give the most nutritional benefit. All right. Well, my basic rule for kids is rainbows. So you need yep. a, a, a rainbow of colors on your plate. And that's for a few reasons. So you've got the deep, dark, leafy greens, and yep. I'd say they're probably number one. Yep. And they provide a huge amount of vitamins and minerals and antioxidants. Then I would go for the most colourful variety of foods. Um, so red capsicums, for example. Yep. Yeah. Um, look, Brussels sprouts and broccoli, how can you go wrong with that? Well, Most kids don't. Yeah, like I was going to say, you can't go wrong with Brussels sprouts. <laughs> yeah, but, but. <laughs> Nutritionally, you can't. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, and, you know, beans and um, all that sort of stuff as well, where you've got the, you know, brightly green colour. So green is important. Green, lots yep. of green. Green means good. Green means good. 
obviously, this is talking generally. I can get into more specifics yep. and where you should avoid them if you have a certain condition or whatever. So, um, yeah, in general, the greens are good. The greens are good. So we've got greens, we've got the taps, we've got the, the salt, the Himalayan salt. So meats for kids, I mean, like they're obviously meats are relatively complex and then it really depends on what, you know, where they're sourced more than anything, I, I would imagine. Like yeah, same for, with the veggies, yeah. yeah. And that, I guess, is the only benefit of, well, so far that we've, we've got the only benefit of Australia is probably like the food producers are actually <laughs> meats are probably good and veggies as long are as prob- it's not being yeah. imported yeah. yeah so veggies are probably and fish are probably alright as well the waters out here are probably slightly maybe better maybe the salt the fish are eating is no good for us as well so we just give up that as well Depends on what type of depth you want to get to yeah, today. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I can go into lots more depth on all that sort of quality stuff later on. Yep. But in terms of basics for kids, um, yeah, quality is key. And if you're, you're looking at what the animal has been eating itself and that's what you want to get out of the animal. So organic, um, making sure that it's sourced ethically, you know, and from a free-range um, area, which is – these are going to be more more expensive – but also you then will only have them less often, not yep. for every meal of the day. Yep. So that's also a health benefit. Um, back to the veggies though, you know, organic, looking at the Dirty Dozen, that's how you can... Dirty Dozen, jeez. Have you heard of the Dirty, dirty Dozen? I have not heard of the Dirty Dozen. So. <clears throat> so there's a Dirty Dozen and Clean 15. So it's put out every year. Jeez, I love that they come with these so catchy names. Yeah, I know. So mums and dads out there will definitely benefit from looking at the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15. So they're the ones that are highly sprayed, the Dirty Dozen. Right, okay. And so they're the ones to stay away from if you're looking at reducing your toxin exposure from pesticides and herbicides. Right. Mm. There you go. The Dirty Dozen. (laughs) So who's in the Dirty Dozen? Uh, Well, spinach. Yeah, I like spinach. Strawberries. Fair enough. Yeah, tomatoes. Yep. Yeah. But the good thing about tomatoes is they're quite easy to grow because we've just grown some tomatoes and they're actually quite easy to grow in your backyard. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. So as long as you don't spray them with all that yep. nasty stuff, yep. then you're right. So same with meat. So you think about what they're eating and what sort of is depositing in the animal, uh, but also what they're treated with, you know. So hormones could be an issue. Antibiotics yep. could be an issue. Yep. Um, fish, the smaller fish, the better. And yep. I always say that to my clients because – uh, the the bigger the fish, the more fish it's eaten, and the more. <laughs> <laughs> it's a don't eat whale. Eat, no. no, no. <laughs> well, they eat microplankton. Yeah, they do. So I was going to say, so they might okay. be better. So, yeah, yeah. If we go to Japan and you start seeing them, oh, fun, so. don't say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and so, if you eat the the bigger fish, it's had a lot of more of those heavy metals. So you do see um, tuna, obviously, being not the best fish yeah, that right. you can have because of the high heavy metal content. And the fact that it just sticks in cans and how long, who knows how long they've been well, in cans for. Aluminium's another issue. Yeah. Geez, so many issues. Yeah, yeah. So I many know. issues we're coming I know. up. So. But yeah, knowledge is power. Yeah, and then it's power to your health. So. so, like, I mean, would you, so someone comes in, like, for example, if I come in, bring my daughter or son and sort of say, look, I think they're, you know, right now, like my daughter, real life example, I'm always like, I feel like you could just concentrate better at school. I mean, is that, mm. I mean, I'm assuming. Like from a food perspective, that's something you'd see fairly regularly. Like kids aren't concentrating as well as they could do, so Huge. they need to change yeah. X, Y, Z. Any quick fixes for... Quick fixes. Um, blood sugar. So making sure they're eating um, regularly and of the right food. So not high sugar, 
And do you think, just a complete side note, do you think mm. from the way kids go to school and mm. they have a recess, a lunch, and then afternoon, is that like, is that sustainable for blood sugar or is that kind of, or, is it, or should we just reinvent the entire way we eat at school? I think we should reinvent everything in school we in do. General. <laughs> so. Everything we do, I think we should need to reinvent it at some point. Uh, but yeah, education, I don't, I think. Some kids do really well on that and yep. it comes down to an individual level as well. So some kids do really well, some kids don't. And yep. um, those that don't are generally those that have more health issues um, and those that need more healing in terms of inflammation, allergies. And once you do yep. that, then they act a lot better. Yeah. Crazy though, isn't it? Like, yeah. I mean, because that's probably the one part is there's not really a lot of importance placed on it though, is there really? Like, I mean, not... not I mean, I know you obviously know a lot mm. about it, but outside, the, I mean, if you went to, if I went to the school today and said, I feel like my daughter's X, Y, Z, not concentrating, they'd probably say, they're not going to say, oh, you should go and see Jodie. She's at Revital Health. She's going to diagnose your kid with, with, with some of the uh, foods that they're eating and the inflammation that's causing is lacking the concentrate. I mean, the advice would be completely, oh, yeah. completely on opposite oh, pillars yeah. of that. Yeah, and it's more quick fixes, you know, get them onto a drug to help them concentrate. Yep. Yeah. And it's good short term, but it's not fixing the problem. Definitely no. not. So, you know, you look at even the heavy metals, like I was talking to before, they've seen huge benefits when they've got people who are autistic or ADHD and they yep. put them in an infrared sauna. Yep. And that helps to mobilize the heavy metals and excrete them. So get yep. rid of them. And um, the improvement in behavior and concentration, it goes up 100%. It's amazing. Right. Yeah, so just simple things like that that's um, affecting our bodies and toxins. I think that really yeah makes a big difference. Just kind of if you are, I mean, just general message. If you are slightly worried about your kid in some ways, I mean, mm-hmm. rather than take them through the, so I mean, it's a pretty like I mean, and I'm, I'm obviously this is your podcast, so I'm going to kind of say this, but it's a pretty safe and easy way to start. Like before you go down the theory of psychiatrists, and blah blah blah, dietitian, like it's probably a pretty easy way to just come and see you or people in your profession then go oh, down the other way for sure for sure and um and, and i'm not just saying this but even uh at the clinic where i supervise you know I, I lecture at endeavor college of natural health as well and we see um huge amounts of improvements with kids there you know that come through and it's just very simple dietary changes and it's just giving our body what it needs it's not it's like we're not giving it the right fuel it's not going to work so kids yeah. and you see huge improvements in kids because they're so um, their their healing power is greatly improved from what we have because we've slowed down now, unfortunately. So, so none of this, and, and, and this is all this, is, and I guess this is the good part. Like this is all backed by science. It's not like just random witchy yep. theory either. This is just no, no. like all. I know, I've got a really cool sound effect. I should have played. I should have played my. <laughs> I'm going to play it now. This, this is my the part that we put in because this is like every time we blow someone's mind, we just. I don't know if so, so it's good that it's not like it's not like I don't know, I fun fun um, so it's not like and that and that I guess is the most important part because people are sick they go to the doctor because the doctor's got you know a seven year degree and doctor and next to their name and they're gonna give you pills and that's that's all well and good but like like as you said it's not necessarily fixing the problem so yeah and that's where you know. That's where it comes in. That's what I do and uh, people in my profession do is we, we look at the underlying causes yep. and that's where you get results long-term. It's not 
it's not as easy as a quick fix, but it's long term results. Yeah. So that's sort of a basic on food. There was another part. I want to get onto vitamins in a second because there was a complimentary ad to that one again on Channel 9, which we've got the audio for it here. So I hope it's this button. Vitamins and minerals can help you on your way. They're in vegetables, dairy foods, meat and fruit. Just ask your mum today. I'm vitamin A. Ooh, I'll help you see. Yes, I'll help you grow. Germs don't like me. Oh, I'm vitamin B. Oh, so if you're feeling low, no energy, look for our famous group. Oh, call the vitamin Bs. Oh. I'm vitamin C. I bite colds and diseases. I never have a chance when you take a lot of measles. Get out in the sunshine and get vitamin D. I'm good for your eyes. So that again was on the Nine Network when everyone was growing up in the 80s and 90s and whatnot and vitamin A, B, C, D and E. Vitamin A. Jody, we're going to just do pop quiz on A to E. <laughs> Quick fixes to get more vitamin A. All right. Well. What, why we is vitamin A important? How would you get it into kids? Well, it's really good for immune, eye health, healing, um, a whole variety of different things. So without getting too complicated here. Yep. Um, so veggies, really, the brightly coloured Veg- vegetables are the ones to Except get in. Except the dirty does and get them out. Well, yeah, just replace them with the organic ones. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. So you can get more nutrients out of them. Vitamin B? Bs, yeah, energy vitamin. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they're going to be jumping through the roof. But also for energy cycle. And so stress, when you're using a lot of or doing a lot of stressful things yep. and you're using up all that, that uses a lot of your B vitamins. And for the parents out there who drink a lot, the B vitamins go. <laughs> out the window. Um wouldn't know about that personally, but um, <laughs> vitamin. So is it like, would you get vitamin? Would you load your kids with vitamin B in the morning when they're first for breakfast? You can do, yeah, yeah. So you've got a whole group of B vitamins that are really important in the body, and so some of them are specific for certain things. So for for sleep, for example, B six, yep. um, B twelve is for gut, gut health, yep. um, and also brain health. Um, and so all of them together provide all the cellular processes and energy throughout the body. Vitamin C. I think most people would say grab an mm. orange. Yeah, vitamin C. So you've got all your, yeah, oranges, um, fruits are the main ones for the vitamin Cs. Yeah, uh, uh, vitamin C tablets. Like you know, there's like ten million brands and whatnot of vitamin C. <laughs> Chewable, non Yeah. Like I mean, what like so you go to the, say you go to Woolies because most people I guess would go to Woolies or Coles and there's mm. Swiss and Nature's Own and blah 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 blah. Like are they all the same or is it what do you just kind of. Mm. <laughs> So, are we going the, down a rabbit hole the, here? Or well, no? there's like whatever brand you've got up there, it's probably better. But I mean, is but what like, and then I mean, this is probably a conversation for another time, but like, why, like, why does it, why is there no ratings on them? So, if you go to Swiss, mm. then you can't really, like, I don't know, like, I, like again, I'm a complete 
novice of it. I'd have no idea whether Swiss was better than Nature's Own or whatever. Yep. I would just buy vitamin C because I feel like I'm not going to get a cold if I if I take vitamin C tablets. But yeah, yeah. So ascorbic acid, you know, it's it's a basic um, thing, so you can't go too wrong with it, except when you uh, take too much, which can give you diarrhea. Oh, which good. is like we, yeah. we use it as a, a test of uh, <laughs> immune function. Yep. So you can actually boost your vitamin C level short term yep. by taking a lot of it yep. until you get to the diarrhea and then take it back again. But I heard this, like someone, I remember reading something about like like insane doses of vitamin C were like mm. curing like one being cancer or something like yeah, there's yeah. just IV IV vitamin C is huge yeah mm. going off track a little bit but um, they using they, a lot of people are getting um, IV vitamin C plus all the other vitamins and if you look over in America they're way ahead of the ball than in Australia right. um, and all sorts of things and I can talk more about all those advanced type treatments later on because it's really interesting stuff. You need to get I'm looking at your workshop um, flyer at the moment. We need to get one in there because there's one in 13th of March by the way. Health in your home. Then 17th of April, prepare your immune system for winter, which we'll talk about in a minute. Hay fever, 15th of May. Of course, just uh, you can find all that at the Revital Health Instagram. I think is it kind of the easiest way to find your Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, website, but all the updated workshops, um, are, yeah, sometimes mainly only on the Instagram. And we'll yep. put it in the – if I can remember how to put it in the show notes for podcast, we'll, we'll do that as well. <laughs> um, good. But back to vitamin C. But vitamin C, yes. Yeah. So um, all brands are not the same, no. And those who are um, producing a huge amounts of yep. these things – um, or these nutrients, or these lab nutrients, as I call yep. them, um, they are sometimes filled with all sorts of yucky fillers as well. You're right. So you really have to be careful with your vitamins from supermarkets. Um, again, those companies are not going to like me for this. No, I'm not endorsed by anyone, yeah, which is yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I can more just sponsors be a free out the windows. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take this back yeah. later on, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I choose wisely, and I don't ever stick to one if I haven't researched it very, very thoroughly. Because it's quite—I mean, it's a slightly off topic, but not really. Because I mean, in the sporting world, I guess Swiss are such a dominant player from like sponsorships of players, and, and generally, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I used to drink a lot of Gatorade when I was a kid because Michael Jordan, the basketballer, used to drink Gatorade. Mm. So I thought if I'd drunk Gatorade, too, I'd be fine. But so. Like from a parent's point of view, because probably like if the kiddos are getting, you know, mum or dad's trying to get um, vitamin C, and they're like then they see their favourite footy player or basketball, or whoever on the Swiss commercials, how like what's an easy explanation for a mum or dad to say, well, maybe what I need to look for is, is certain or just kind of hope for the best, really. So. <laughs> It's really hard when you've got a mentor on the TV that's looking for you know, exactly hyping it? your kids up like Nutrigrain yeah. and things like that. Well, it's like you're not going to you know, gonna, you're not, you know if, you've got, yeah, if you've got that one thing, you're not really going to necessarily want to go the other way. But yeah, um, I need a child psychologist on one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah it, it's tricky. Like the the the, the vitamins and minerals, I, I don't. I think you, you're best staying away from them. Um, yep. And, you know, a lot of people say that it's expensive urine, and I think that's true to a degree because if you're not getting right. the quality, then you're, you are just weighing it out because of the fact that the body can't take it on because of these nasty fillers, and yeah. that's where it gets down to. Um, so a lot of the stuff that's made properly and used for absorption, like sublingually, which is under the tongue, yep. and liposomally, which is actually in a fat, so it gets absorbed much quicker into the body, then you're better off spending slightly more on getting the good quality stuff that in trials 
and on results like blood tests has shown that you can actually increase those levels within your body. Yeah. Maybe. So like vitamin D, for example. Which is going to get into the next one. Vitamin. Yeah. Because what is interesting in that soundbite, again, from the 80s, it's like, you know, like the starts with get out in the sunshine, like vitamin yeah. D. And then yep. I guess there's such a movement for slip, slop, slap. And there's such – so you've kind of gone from like get out in the sunshine, enjoy the sun, yep. to do not let the sun – like almost, you yep. know, do not let the sun hit your skin because you're going to get skin cancer and that's the end of you. Yeah. Like – I mean, surely, and I know they've got an ozone layer problem here and whatnot, but like, yeah. surely, like twenty minutes or fifteen minutes in the sun with no sunscreen is a good thing or not a good thing or hugely, it's a great thing. And I think we've got a, an epidemic of vitamin D deficiency. Yep. It's really bad, um, and yeah, the ozone doesn't help, so we need to consider that. And yep. also looking at um, the the UV levels, obviously, yep. is important. Um, but. For an example, if you take a supplement of vitamin D and you only get maybe 2,000 IU from one exposure of sun for a 20-minute period example, depending yep. on the time of yep. the, the year, um, gives you 25,000 IU. Yep. That's just from one session in the sun. So no supplement's ever going to really truly fix a, a vitamin D deficiency. Only the sun will. It's just the power of nature, you know, and it doesn't it sounds about witchy poo, but <laughs> the nature nature is nature. It is healing. Yeah. So but and also I guess one I mean, and maybe people are more comfortable letting their kids run around in less clothing in their backyard than the beach. Because I mean mm. I guess, you know, when we were kids it was pretty common you just run around in whatever you had or nothing if you're a kiddo, but now the world's slightly different. Yeah. But so even Coming down the beach with the 50-plus rash vests on and hats on and yep. all this, like it's sort of in some way a good thing and some way not a great thing. Some way good, some way bad. And the problem is I think mainly with the 50-plus the sunscreens and the clothing is what's put into them. Right. Yeah. Yep. So the chemicals that are making them 50-plus and yep. the chemicals that they're putting in the sunscreen. So there's better options obviously. Yep. Yep. Um and that's, again, an issue with children because they're taking on a huge amounts of toxic load compared to what we had when we were children. And that's why we're seeing a huge rise in illnesses and disease. Right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I know. Who knew that five dollar top at that main <laughs> store, Target oh. or somewhere like that it wasn't good for you? But well, anyway. you know, you can talk flame <laughs> retardants and all <laughs> that stuff. It stays in there. They're all Jeez. called endocrine disruptors. I feel like we're in a, a very difficult time ever finding a sponsor for this show, <laughs> but nonetheless, um, we'll move on. So we'll move on to vitamin E now, which is good for your muscles, apparently, according to that um, clip from Channel 9. Yeah, so your fats, um, and it helps hormones as well, so it builds good, healthy hormones. Right. Yeah. Which is um, critical in young, because what age, that like, kids have a real burst of hormones that, like, whatever age and four or whatever they have another yeah, massive yeah. burst four five six um mainly boys you yep. know five six they have the testosterone um so again coming back to that we're talking about endocrine so endocrine is hormones and yep. endocrine disruptors are those chemicals we we're talking about before and they yep. mimic the hormones yep. so they can have an impact on children's growth early on yep. um but this vitamin e like getting it from the healthy fats and as they said on the ad, yeah. margarine, not so great. But <laughs> <laughs> the whole fats, you know, don't go half fat anymore. Go whole fats and go organic. Yeah, so organic. I've, see, I've always been to be, I mean, again, like, you know, people make their coffees or whatever and people use skim milk, high-low milk, full-fat mm. milk. But yeah. I remember, like, yeah. you know, when you, 
especially if you've ever milked a cow in your life and you, you see the difference between yeah. like full cream to skim. And I've always gone, I cannot believe people drink skim milk, but it's just. Yeah, it was because of the fat fad, yeah. you know, scared of fat. Yep. And that set people up for a lot of failure. So I see women a lot of the time, and this is true to to kids as well because yep. they're very um, impressionable. Yep. Uh, but women come through not eating enough fat and yep. their menstrual cycles all over the place. Well, they have none. So fat's huge. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I love fat. I eat fat all the time. And in <laughs> coconut <laughs> fat and yeah. in chocolate yeah, fat. Not necessarily like <laughs> good ca- not KFC good fat. <laughs> no, there's yeah. good and bad fat. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, so... Because that's, that's, I mean, that's the thing in itself. Like, you know, everyone goes, oh, avocado is a great fat or whatever. But mm-hmm. it's like, like, why is there not more information about what's good fats and what's bad? I mean, I'm sure there is if you dug deep enough. But why yeah. is it not like, yeah. why, like, why at supermarket levels or... Mm. Like they seem to do everything else. Like, why aren't they trying to educate people? I'm probably preaching the converted here. But. Oh, yeah, of course. There's a huge nutrition education lack, I think, and even in schools, um, yep. just the, the basic talks. Uh, and it's very, very basic nutrition. Yep. So the fats, you know, it's it's the way you cook them as well. Yep. It makes them good or bad. So you can cook olive oil and it turns it into a bad fat. I was, for, I was actually trying very hard. I failed miserably, but it would have been epic had a very brief conversation with Jamie Oliver yesterday, which, of course, the man who's yeah. trying to reinvent um, food, so I'll just do some great name dropping for a second. But I <laughs> sort of asked him, and, and I said, why? like, not why is he doing it, but he's just yeah. like, a, he was actually saying, he goes, the, the levels of people's lack of understanding of, like, nutrition and then how that can affect, you know, their kids or their whatever, whatever. He goes, it's, it's, and he's more specific to the UK, because mm. it's just so frightening at, like just the levels of food and unawareness and, and how that affects everything that goes almost wrong at a teen level. Oh, huge. And I see it daily coming through the clinic. I had a client yesterday come and, and the gastroenterologist that he's been seeing, he said food has nothing to do with your illness and he has a gut issue. And it's there like, yeah. well, food goes in. Food provides us. So what you eat doesn't have an effect. Oh, uh, uh. <laughs> it does. It's, it's sort of because, like, and again, as I said at the start, like, uh, like I come and saw you late last year and and had your potions and whatnot. But like, one of the immediate differences I saw was more was was cognitive for me. Like, it was more okay. Like, I feel like I'm not. I feel like I can actually concentrate. I feel like I'm very very present at whether it be work or, or wherever it may be. Like, it was just. But again, there was I did. Absolutely nothing different except for adding. I still don't know what's actually in it, but but whatever was <laughs> in it. But it's just like it's 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 like anyway. I'm just sort of vouching to say like until you've sort of tried it, and until you can kind of, and this is what we we're talking about before. Like people sort of view what you do as sort of lesser than medical professionals, and sort of trying to get that re-education on what naturopaths do and why they are actually quite important. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we can work together very, very well, you know, much better than working separately. You can boost up with um, medicines if you need, you know, drugs, and then you can also help heal underneath. So there's a a really good integration. And some people do it really well, but there's a lack of knowledge in a lot of the um, other GPs and specialists out there. So, um, you know, soon soon to come around, I hope. Yeah, yeah. Do you think, before we move on from kids' health, like, so kids eat, so... We've kind of covered off foods, sort of covered off vitamins. Talk exercise in kids. Like, mm. like, why, I mean, it's a stupid question, but why is it so important for kids to be exercising? 
well. <laughs> Not only endorphins, so making them feel good. Circulation, that's the key thing. You know, your blood carries all your nutrients. So increasing circulation increases your nutrient absorption. Um, and generally, it's just really good for them. Everyone knows that. You know, exercise is fantastic for the kids. And being... You know, we're born to move, even those who sit at a desk all day, which we all know is not good for us. No. We need to get up and down constantly. You know, it's so kids in a bad mood, afternoon hits, three o'clock hits, like mm. grab their scooter or skateboard or bike and they yeah. should in theory, like you've got a better chance of putting them in a good mood. Oh, fantastic, yeah. Everyone knows as soon as you go outside, in the fresh air, in a walk, you feel so much better. So, you know, even if kids can at school get more outside time, which they are, I think, implementing more. They're doing more physical activity at school, which is fantastic. But trying to get the kids – the highly addictive is this technology that we have these days. So it's it's something that parents really have to work hard at and sometimes at the end of the day, you know, we're we're parents, you just sometimes just can't be bothered. But yeah, then that's what I and like. I always find, and and tech, I think like that'll be something interesting to talk about down the track because, like, I I actually get really annoyed with people who, uh, like, well, back in my day, we just rode our bike down, and, and it's like well, it's not your day anymore. So and it's like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like we're dealing we, with a completely yeah, different you've, scenario. You've got to understand, like, like you can't raise kids like they lived in the nineteen sixties. Like it's just like it's a very difficult concept, to do, only purely because like they'll like. That's not where their world is. So it's sort of like, how do you find that balance to kind of go, yes, understand that, you know, you'll probably never understand 90% of what we did as kids. And, and but at the same time, like, how, because I'm assuming a lot of the technologies, like, though they keep saying they're not making anyone sick, I'm sure the radiation or the, the oh, yeah. air, whatever. EMF's another, yeah, another topic, yeah, for another day. Is, is not, <laughs> but, um, but I mean, how do you balance it in kids? Like, how do you kind of go, because you're right, like, I mean, and anyone's got young kids knows that, like when they're absolutely cracking it, like really kind of go, let's go for a ride. It's not you just go. I no. need I need my own time. So yeah, so it's better for parents' health as well when we can yeah. get into more habits like that. And we're setting examples for our kids too. Yep. And and it's it's hard when parents aren't doing it and they're just saying for the kids to do it. So yep. it comes down to um, parents setting examples. I think uh, yep. at, at, at the end of it, because the kids aren't going to do it if their parents are not going to do it. Being physically active. Yep. Um, but getting the kids involved in sport, I think it also gives them a purpose and something yep. like that is um, far removed from technology. And yep. um, because of the fact that with the neurotransmitter that yep. gets, you know, the dopamine gets triggered and you get an instant yep. gratification from this technology, yep. the kids are so much more susceptible to that. Yep. So they're unable to decipher between how they're feeling and why they're addicted to it. Yep. Um, obviously food has a massive impact on that too. So the more you eat better, the more you're wanting to be physically active because yep. the more energy you have and you don't want to be sitting in front of the TV and sitting down. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it's, and, it, and this is, I guess, like the hard part for what you do because it's a lot of it is just extreme common sense, but it's like because you're, you're, your industry is so small in comparison to – drug companies and whatnot like mm. it's very hard to get your voice across into actually talking to people about yeah hey guess what like maybe not you know going outside doing exercise eating right like who knew yeah. who knew those things might make it make, make basic you water movement and sunshine <laughs> wow isn't that a miracle <laughs> it is you're a mi- oh hang on i've got one for you you're a wizard harry <laughs> so so and it is and it is um yeah, sort of. I guess as we sort of wrap up, um, 
what like it's it, it's it's just again it's just so difficult to get people over the hump of kind of going like oh, I guess I'll go and see a naturopath like why is it still a dirty word or not a dirty word but why is it still because there has been people in the industry, I think, that have spoilt it for yep. some. And I think it, the word spreads fast when it's an industry that's not big, you know. Yep. So it's been spoilt. But we're, we're changing it very, very quickly, I feel. Yep. Um, and I'm seeing that from an educational level, you know, yep. which is fantastic. But um, I think people associate it with supplements and a, yep. a lot of supplements and yep. wasting money on supplements, yep. um, even if they are practitioner only and good yep. quality. Yep. Um, I think it's just finding the, the right person for that for them as well uh and i think it comes from back in the day where um grandma and grandpa believed that doctors knew everything and they trusted wholeheartedly and completely in their doctor whereas we need to take our health on ourselves. we need to take um yeah yeah, we need to look after ourselves the the doctors aren't looking after us they're just there to give basic advice and drugs and naturopaths can offer lifestyle advice yep. and dietary advice. And that's like, I mean, like it's frightening. I mean, yesterday in the newspaper there was, and this is sort of slightly off topic again, but it's like it was, it's frightening to see like yesterday, the front page of the newspaper, there's $27 million used on meth in Perth alone a week, which is a frightening amount of money. And it's, but people are saying like since, you know, cigarettes have gone up and whatnot, like people have moved to meth, which is, that doesn't really seem to be it's in the same realm, but anyway, mm. but it's um, but mm. people still chasing their highs. But like, it's sort of almost what you're saying. Like, if you get the lifestyle right, like probably you don't need to necessarily. I mean, people are still going to do ex- extreme things, but it's um, you probably necessarily don't need to chase the high as much if you're uh, actually got a level lifestyle or a balance. natural high. Yeah, yeah. A natural. High, just yeah. go on life. And that's the thing I, I try and tell people over and over again when they come in is that when you start feeling better, you'll make better choices and everything will seem better. You'll have a better outlook on life. You'll feel more positive. Yep. You'll have more energy to do all the things yep. that you wanted to do yep. and you'll be better mood. You won't yep. be yelling and screaming at everyone. But to tell someone that when they're feeling really low yep. already is really hard to get to them that's the point. So yep. half my job is convincing people that they're going to feel better. Exactly. Yeah. And I will say this from personal experience, you do feel better. And I actually didn't feel bad when I came and saw you. I just, yeah. I just mourn you. Like my, so I work in the media industry, which involves um, a lot of client entertainment and, and various things. And, and multiple parts of the time, you, you know, you have to, you are either eating or necessarily drinking or whatever you're doing. So for me, it was kind of like, well, I came and saw you. It was like, look, I need to get back to a point of balance. So it's like, I don't feel, I'm totally fine. I don't really have anything wrong with me, but. You know, and and I guess everything that you like, the things that my body were lacking, and you, your supplements have given me, have allowed me to have better thoughts and better not better thoughts than I had negative thoughts before, but it allowed me to take more action, and that's kind of a point of my brain probably functioning slightly better than it was. So yeah, exactly, again, and you can you. get that just by reducing inflammation in your in your body from your diet. You know, I will warn you though, if you do get given um, the ginseng <laughs> thing, it doesn't taste very nice but the liquid hurts <laughs> but, it, but it does work and you actually get kind of used to it and then it's sort of like uh, one of those things that just you need it there no. it's uh, herbal medicine is amazing and it's backed by huge amounts of clinical trials so 
Um, it really works and even some of them have been backed um, or put alongside a lot of medical drugs and they've fared better. So it's amazing, it really is, and we, we don't give nature enough credit. Yeah, it's all about the plant. You know, actually, um, I felt slightly stupid saying it, but um, like plant-based diets, like people say you need a plant-based diet. Yeah, just like, high in plants, yeah. But it, like there are a lot of is, – is it there's a lot of plants in the world. Like is, is it <laughs> – like is it – like it seems like it's not that specific. So I mean, are we talking, to, like, are we talking trees as well? Like, as in, well, like, apples edible, are on a tree. It has to be edible plants, obviously. But you, the 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 more variety you've got in yep. your diet, obviously, the better your microbiome is going to be. You know, your little bacteria, the more diverse they're going to be, the more better they're going to look after you. So if you have more of a wide variety of your diet, all the nutrients are going to be there. So plant-based is not just a vegan or a vegetarian. It's just higher amounts of plants in your diet. You can still eat your meats and all that sort of stuff, but it's getting more of those key antioxidants, those anti-aging, those immune-boosting um, vitamins and minerals. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. And plant compounds as well. So. Still don't know what they are, but anyway, we'll, we'll find that another <laughs> week. But Well, I would think for podcasts, well, that's pretty good. I think we should probably wrap up and, and mm, kind of leave it there. Yeah, so, it sounds good. So people find you like... Pretty active on Instagram, pretty active on social media. Your website as well is revitalhealth.com.au. Yeah. Yep. Of course, you're based here at uh, the Sterling, Sterling Health, Health Professionals, Professionals yeah. which yep. you can also book an appointment here. The phone number is 9446 That's 9446-8322. 569 Road, Sterling. I know that because I'm reading the flyer. That is – so you've got Health and Home, which would be pretty cool, which is coming up on the 13th yep. of March. All about that MNF, uh, EMF and uh, toxins. And winter is coming, so you're preparing for your – uh, on the 17th of April as well. So we shall leave it there. And it's been very enlightening. I've never done anything health-related before in my life, so it's just been fun for me. Thank and, you. Uh, we should do this. lots more. We should do lots more. We'll yeah. do lots more. Yeah. Um, and we'll finish it off, because this is how I've always finished everything off, um, which has just kind of my, always been my outro. So we'll just kind of bring it over into the health side as well. So find Jody on, on Instagram, Revital Health, and you will... You'll be, you'll be doing yourself a wonderful favour and we will talk again shortly. Thank you. Thank you for being a friend Travel down a road and back again Your heart is true You're a pal and a confidant I'm not ashamed to say Stay this way My hat is off Won't you stand up and take